die Ulster Economics Podcast. The podcast that keeps you up to date with what is happening economy-wise in Northern Ireland. Telling you what you need to know, not necessarily what you want to hear. It is better to be prepared for the economic environment that we're operating in rather than the one that we would like to be in. Episode 14, Economic Ghosts of Past, Present and Future. On the cusp of Christmas, it feels apt to reflect on the past, present and future of the local economy. And with issues like Covid, Brexit and rampant inflation very much on the agenda, there is no shortage of scary topics to discuss. 2021 was the year of the rebound and it was full steam ahead on the recovery front, with the rollout of vaccines facilitating that by allowing the economy to open up. This meant that vaccine queues were one of the images of the year, rather than the expected dole queues, which were the ghosts of the past that didn't come back to haunt us. Output within Northern Ireland's private services sector is back above pre-pandemic levels and has finally recovered the lost output from the previous recession, that's the global financial crisis and property crash one. It took the V-shaped recovery from a pandemic to get service sector output back to levels last seen in almost 15 years. When it comes to the labour market, we're back above pre-pandemic levels in a range of areas, including the number of employees and local payrolls. These have now reached record levels, whilst the unemployment rate is below 4%. Predictions of a surge in unemployment following the end of the furlough scheme have proved wide of the mark. Some would say, with justification, that the job retention scheme has been probably the best pandemic policy in the world. Although some aspects of the labour market, such as the total number of hours worked and the number of self-employed, are still well below pre-pandemic levels. On the housing market front, fears of house price falls didn't come to pass in 2021, and estate agents had their best year for transactions since 2007. House price growth hit double digits, again reminiscent of 2007, but nothing on the scale of the freak boom and bust of that time. The theme of the year was too many people chasing too few properties. Interestingly, research from the Bank of England has estimated that half of the increase in house prices since the pandemic can be attributed to the so-called race for space. Supply constraints are likely to support more modest house price growth in the year ahead, but transactions look set to fall. Despite strong performance in a number of areas such as the jobs and housing markets, there was no shortage of balls and chains trying to weigh the recovery down. Indeed, shortage was a notable theme over the 12 months, from shortages of HGV drivers to semiconductors and building materials. There was even a shortage of wind, with the summer seeing the least amount of wind in the UK since 1961. This impacted on renewable energy generation and therefore impacted on demand for and the price of gas. July also saw a 61% fall in renewable wind generation in Ireland relative to last year, and that's the equivalent of taking out two power stations. These shortages hampered companies' ability to maximise their potential, pushing up prices and clearly impacting on profitability. Supplier delivery times prior to the pandemic were taken for granted, but now they are watched closer than ever before. They have become increasingly scary as disruption at ports has been unprecedented. 
Brexit has added to these complications from a UK and EU perspective. Trade diversion has been one noticeable development this year. North-South trade has surged in both directions as a result. This trend is likely to continue. That's one of the upsides from the protocol, but many of the ghosts of Brexit past are going to continue to haunt us for years to come in the form of red tape and additional costs. Brexit negotiations will be a feature of our future as well as our present and past. Companies in some sectors were also badly hampered by mutants as new variants of the virus haunted the hospitality sector in particular. Indeed, for the hospitality sector, it was like a throwback to the 1970s and 1980s whenever visitors didn't come. For many back then, Belfast was as as attractive as Beirut for a city break. While there was no shortage of cash in the economy this year due to the Chancellor continuing to keep the coffers flowing, this stimulus is going to be tapered back. We did see the end of furlough and the removal of the temporary universal credit uplift, and this provides a glimpse into the future, which will include tax rises and interest rates rises to come. So whilst Rishi Sunak has been more akin to Santa Claus over the past couple of years, he is likely to find his inner Scrooge in 2022. This includes in the form of previously announced tax rises, indeed the biggest rises in a generation, that will come into effect in April. These include the planned increases in the national insurance contributions for both employees and employers. And the same could be said for the Northern Ireland executive, who have been handing out £100 vouchers in 2021, but will be under increasing pressure to hand out higher rates bills in the years ahead. Public spending for all departments outside of health is set to fall by 2% over the next three years. Factor in inflation and public sector pay pressures, budgets in Northern Ireland are going to get very tight indeed. In the autumn, COP26 gave us a window into the future of what climate change will bring. This will put efforts to tackle global warming very much back on the agenda in 2022 and beyond. With all companies having to play their part in addressing it, watch out for greenflation. That is the added cost to consumers, households and businesses of being more environmentally friendly as one of the features of the years ahead. Indeed, the cost of living crisis has returned with a vengeance and will continue to make its presence felt in the months ahead, not least in the form of higher energy prices and with Russia, a ghost of Christmas past, re-energised and flexing its muscles again. Who would have thought the inflation rate at the end of 2021 would be higher than the unemployment rate? That's exactly what has happened. And in 2022, the inflation rate will likely tick up again. Inflation started the year at under 1% and is already above 5% as of November. A combination of record rises in second-hand cars, petrol and diesel prices and other energy costs will make people be extra economical with their heating. And we could see inflation hit 5.5% in the coming weeks, which would mark a 30-year high. The last time inflation was higher, Right Said Fred was singing, I'm too sexy for this shirt. It is worth remembering that September's CPI rate of 3.1% year-on-year is used to set the increase in welfare benefits, such as universal credit payments, next April. Similarly, the majority of people in work are unlikely to see their wages keeping up with inflation and will also see a fall in their standard of living. 
Clearly those that can least afford it will experience the biggest squeeze in their cost of living. Inflation will be just part of this squeeze, with tax rises the other. National insurance contributions are set to rise by 1.25 percentage points next April, while income tax thresholds will be frozen for four years. On top of this, the Bank of England will begin a series of interest rate rises, and indeed it has already raised interest rates in December to from 0.1% to 0.25%, which represented the first December interest rate hike since 1994. The cost of living crisis is set to become the dominant economic story in 2022. Strike action is also back on the agenda. The reality of deep skills shortages, evident in record job vacancies in Northern Ireland, aligned to the cost of living crisis, means that employers need to pay more and empowered workers are demanding it. The likelihood is that in some instances, this will play out with industrial action resulting. On the positive side, 2022 will hopefully be the year when Northern Ireland sees the errors of its ways regarding its Scrooge-like levels of historic business investment. Listeners familiar with The Muppet's Christmas Carol will recall Ebenezer Scrooge, played by Michael Caine, saying that Christmas is harvest time for the moneylenders. That hasn't been true in recent years. In fact, SMEs deposit more cash with the local banks than they borrow. Furthermore, interest rate margins are at record lows, and that's the worst of both worlds for moneylenders. Northern Ireland households have also stockpiled cash during the pandemic. Deposits are up an estimated 4 to $5 billion since the start of last year, and that equates to around £2,500 for each man, woman and child in Northern Ireland. Clearly, the distribution of this windfall is skewed towards those on higher incomes, with those on the lowest wages likely to have saved nothing at all. These savings will help buoy up the consumer in the face of the cost of living crisis. The Chancellor's super deduction provides a huge incentive to loosen the purse strings for businesses, and the cash built up over the past two years could be splashed for the betterment of the economy. We'll all raise a glass to that. However, corporation tax, an economic policy that featured heavily in debate in the past and has been resurrected in the present, remains an unlikely feature of our future. Devolving a tax and changing it are two different things, and gaining a political consensus is not an easy feat. We have seen that in the past, and we'll have fresh elections this May. Politics and geopolitics also loom large in 2022. Three flashpoints worth keeping an eye on are China regarding Taiwan, Russia and ongoing friction with the Ukraine and Iran. Outbreak of war on any of these fronts will hit investor confidence and mark an end to the bull run on global equity markets and send oil prices higher. In the meantime, the clear and present danger remains COVID-19 and the latest variant, Omicron. For those people wanting to know what the next variant is going to be called, it is time to brush up on your Greek alphabet. I am Richard Ramsey and that was episode 14 of the Ulster Economics Podcast, Christmas Special. Economic ghosts of past, present and future. We will be back with the podcast in the new year. Until then, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. Christmas.